Welcome back to another episode of the Become, Becoming More podcast. I'm here with a great guy, uh, Jason Reed. Hi, Jason. Thanks for being on today. What's up, Brett? Good to be here, man. So I've known Jason for about, I don't know, somewhere around a year or so, give or take. Give or take. Um, and so Jason, what I kind of ask everybody here is like, what's like kind of the bottom line or elevator pitch of like your story so far? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I essentially spent uh, the 2020 quarantine year dropping 190 pounds. Awesome. Yeah. That's <laughs> a hell of a way to spend the quarantine when so many people were gaining like 15 or 50 or 100. Right. So that's yeah. awesome. Yep. So, uh, so, so we'll start back at the beginning kind of thing. Um, I know you've been on other podcasts, so I don't want to kind of rehash everything. So I kind of want to go through that and then get to some other questions. Yeah. Um, so kind of just like as a child, were you like heavy as a child? Were you like an athlete, just average? Um, I, I had, you know, I had my, my pudgy years, um, like probably fourth, fifth grade. Um, but aside from that, uh, never really heavy. Um, you know, I always had, I was the tall kid with the knobby knees, uh, growing up. Um, and then in high school, you know, I, I stayed active, um, all the way through, you know, my sophomore year, uh, when I could drive. Um, but yeah, playing, uh, football, basketball, wrestling, uh, golf, because I didn't play baseball. Um, so yeah, and, and, and even through high school, even after I stopped, stopped playing sports, never really had much of a weight problem. It wasn't until uh, really got out of high school, I took a little bit of a break after high school before going to college. But college is where it really, really started piling on. Okay. And um, it was just like the normal, like started out as like a freshman 15 kind of thing, and then kind of spiraled from there. And then some. And then yeah. some. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It, you know, it was, you know, my freshman year, I went into a clinic and, uh, weighed, weighed in and it was like 275, 285, one of those. So I can't remember. I was like, Ooh, all right. Um, I should do something. And I said that for about 20 years, um, <laughs> I should do something. Um, I just kept piling on and piling on and piling on. I wasn't really doing anything. I was going to school. Um, I was working on the weekends. I was a blackjack dealer um, at a casino here. So plenty of standing, but that was about it. Um, but just a lot of studying and eating. Um, didn't really drink uh, much. I didn't go to school to party. <laughs> I, uh, I went to school, so I wasn't, so I had a career and wasn't a, a blackjack dealer for the rest of my life. No offense to blackjack dealers, but it just wasn't for me. And that's that's why I was going to school. And um, speaking of school, so you, I, I know you have like, you're in computer, you had a computer science degree, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you work in as a project manager. Um, so did, so obviously you got up to a certain weight. Um, and when, when you got to that weight, did you ever, like when you started to get up there, did you ever like think about like how you could attack it before you like got to the high, the worst point or was it just like 
because I, I mean like so for me i had multiple bouts of where i would lose i lost like 70 80 pounds and then i'd mm-hmm. gain it back because i didn't really have the right mindset for it yet i i i, I, I knew what i needed to do but i right. just didn't want to go all the way did yeah. you ever have like stuff like that yeah yeah i remember in, in 2005 i went in for a check um and the scale said uh 399 and that blew me away because i i I mean, I didn't think I was that big. Um, so like, all right, I'm, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to change this. Um, started eating a little better, walking a little bit. Um, the apartment that we lived in, they had a gym with an elliptical, oddly enough. And, and uh, I got on that every once in a while. That lasted for maybe a week and a half, two weeks. Um, and then it just kind of went by the wayside. Um, at that time, we had, we had our first daughter. Um, um, so she was born in April of that year. Um, but then it, it just, you know, with, with work and I was working a lot with a new baby, uh, a couple of years later, we moved into a house. So just like the typical, like I'm way too busy. I got too much stuff to do, but I did have two different rounds of, um, losing weight. Um, at one point I was at four thirty one. Thinking about 431. Um, and over the course of probably four months, I dropped to, I think it was 350 something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, and then, but then I kind of stalled out. I had a really, really hard plateau and got in, started getting into my mind of like, well, maybe I'm just meant to be this big, right? And, and I'm sure everybody, yeah. like, maybe it's just meant to be. This is how I'm supposed to be. Um, and then put back, put the weight back on. And then a couple of years later, tried it again, uh, got down to two or three forty nine, And that was the lowest that I got, I had gotten up until last year. Um, and then I put it back on and then some, and I think last year, not last year, uh, 2019, probably September, October ish. I think it was probably the heaviest I'd ever been. Like there, I had one pair of jeans that would fit. Everything else was just yeah. way too tight. Um, and by the time that I started noticing that other, you know, they were starting to fit more, I was still at like 420, 425. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you think you probably hit like 450-ish? I'd probably, yeah. And, and you know, the scale that we have, it only goes up to 430 and then it just airs mm-hmm. out. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I was up around that 450 range. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I know what that life is like, um, but, right. uh, but, but Hey, the good thing is once you start losing, then you have more clothes that fit. And then, and then, uh, like I had last, the last year I was wearing clothes that I had from 2010. Wow. That I, had to, I had to get rid of because yeah, they don't fit anymore. Like they're too, they're too big. Yeah. Uh, but it's those jorts that I wore all last summer. That, <laughs> if I got new jorts, don't worry. Oh, good. I'm more, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the <laughs> Dukes to, to pop out. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah, all right. So, so getting back to you. So um, you said last year, like you started to change because like during the quarantine. So what was it that, that led to like you, your impetus for uh, starting to change? Yeah. Yeah. So through, you know, and through the month of December of 2019, 
um, I was having the those telltale signs of, of uh, the D word, you know, of, of uh, diabetes, you know, couldn't drink enough. I was always going to the bathroom um, and like, yeah, I should I should probably get checked. Uh, and it was so I made made the appointment and like a week and a half, two weeks before the appointment, like my vision started going. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't see everything. It's really, really blurry. Um, oddly enough, the only way that I could focus was if I crossed my eyes for just a moment and then I could focus for a little bit. Um, so went in and, uh, sure enough, it, I, I mean, explained the symptoms and the docs like, uh, yeah, pretty sure you, you've got type two diabetes. We'll run an A1C just to make sure and see where you're at. Um, and when that came back, the, the comment that, that the doctor left on, on the results was basically, whoa, in all, in all caps, because my A1C was at 15.2. And, and what's, what's normal? Normal for a non-diabetic is uh, under 5 or 5.6 or under. So... It was literally like I. It was off the charts. I I think I in searching all of the charts and images and Google, I think I found one that went up to fifteen. Oh so wow! So basically, basically, uh, I was. It was maple syrup. My blood was maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah, I I so I I don't I never had diabetes, but um I I was always doctors always th thought I did like they were always like you're, you're diabetic or pre-diabetic and I never was close like I was always normal really? yeah That's which awesome. is weird because I was like 600 pounds but right. <laughs> you'd expect me to have it and, and I had a family history of it too so it's why oh, I was really? yeah but never had it um nice. so so you hit that 15 plus mm -hmm. on the a1c and you're like 420 you said um yep. So when you decide to like that, you need to fix this and start. Like, did you do any like kind of like nutrition plans that you like went after? Did you like research a lot? Did you um, like start in the gym the first day? Like, so many people like on New Year's Day. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so the first and definitely no to the second. <laughs> um, yeah, I I pretty much I knew what was going on, right? Um, so right away it was, what do I need to do to, to fix this? And, you know, it was, it was carbs, it was sugar. Um, I was, I, I stopped drinking anything with, I just stopped drinking milk, I stopped drinking soda. And for the first week in January, I was drinking like diet soda. Cause there were like, when I was in the throes of it, <clears throat> I would get like a large Coke from McDonald's Mm -hmm. And um, I'm like five minutes away from a McDonald's. So I'd get that in the morning. It would be gone halfway home because I yeah. would just like slurp it down. Um, so I, I cut that out. <clears throat> I cut out all carbs, all sugar. Um, and I started seeing like improvements. I think when I went in, uh, it was the middle of January. I was like the 23rd or something like that or 13th i can't remember um but it i dropped maybe 10 or 12 pounds by then 
and I wasn't exercising. It was just changing what I was eating. And I stopped eating shit, basically. Um, so, yeah, the first thing was was food, nutrition, and getting getting that squared away. Mm-hmm. And it was a hard break. It, was, it wasn't like, yeah, I'll just kind of ease into it. It was... Yeah. Did, did, did you have like the, uh, like after giving it, mean, I gave up sugar once before too, like cold, like just in, in all of a sudden, did you have like the migraine or headaches for a few days and all that, or did, was it not too bad? Uh, I don't think so. Not, I mean, it was, if I did, it wasn't anything that really, mm. uh, stuck in my memory. Um, it's, it's been water and coffee yeah. and I know you're a coffee lover, so I know <laughs> appreciate that yeah um, I, I, I i i hate i hate coffee <laughs> i you, you know what it is is when i was a kid my, i drank my dad's coffee the one time and oh, i was yeah. like ew this is gross and I, that just tainted me forever that i will never like the taste of it coffee ptsd uh, and, and it was like you know folgers or so it wasn't like some good coffee it was like whatever it was cheap in the can <laughs> um he might even have a folgers can that had cheaper coffee in it so nice. yeah, I, I, I don't really know. Um, so you, you started in like basically like New Year's of 2020, right? Yep. Um, and you like lost a bunch of weight right away. I mean, I, I know how it comes off when you're at your heaviest. It comes oh, off yeah. in buckets, right? Yeah. And, it's like um, stick a butter in the microwave. Yeah. So and, and I know you said you lost a, like 190 pounds over the course of the year. Like mm-hmm. uh, when you were in the throes of losing, did you ever have a moment where you plateaued? Because you mentioned plateaus before. Yeah. You know, plateaus this time. And like, how did you deal with them this time compared to other ones when you gave up? Yeah. So going into it, I think for whatever reason, I think my it might have been the I either do this or I freaking die uh, type of thing. Mm-hmm. But um before I would, I would hit those plateaus and I would get frustrated and frustrated and frustrated and try to change things and nothing would happen. Then I'd be like, screw it. I'm done. Um, where this, I went into it knowing it was going to happen. I knew it wasn't going to be just a steady drop. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I knew that I'm going to hit those and I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. Eventually my body will catch up. Um, I just got to stay at it. And I think every, I remember looking at it, I could almost uh, schedule it because it was almost every 40 pounds, I would hit about a three week plateau. Mm-hmm. I, would, I wouldn't go up. I would go down maybe just a little bit. I think there was a couple of weeks where I didn't lose any weight during that time. Uh, but it wasn't like four five, seven pounds. It would be like one. Um, but I just stepped, stuck with it. I stayed, stayed with my nutrition plan. I stayed uh with my exercise routine and eventually it it caught up and i knew it would um so and i didn't i didn't i know a lot of people it's you know if you get if you hit a stall change things up um but i i was in a good rhythm like i was doing what i was what i was doing and it was working and the body just it just happens so just charging right through keeping my mind steady and Eventually got through. That's awesome. Um, so as you were going through like the whole uh, loss and all that, did you ever, so some people have like what they call cheat or treat meals and also like, or rewarding themselves in other ways for hitting like certain milestones. Did you, did you do any of that kind of stuff? No, no. The, the only thing that I did do was um, 
I have an annual golf trip and that's coming up in like four weeks with, with a bunch of buddies. Um, that was the only time that I really indulged and, and it was mainly, we, we drank. Um, I didn't, you know, it's, it's just a meat fest in all sense of the term. Um, <laughs> but like, I wouldn't have the, the buns with the burgers or the, broth mm-hmm. or the hot dogs. Um, I stayed off of like chips. Um, I had some popcorn and I drank like Miller Lite and Coors Light. Yeah. Uh, so essentially water. I mean, it was close to water <laughs> um, and, and liquor that, that didn't have any carbs. So I, I pretty much stayed with it. Um, and then, you know, every once in a while there's, you know, there's the holidays and birthdays and things like that. I would have a piece of cake, but it was a small piece of cake. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the entire freaking cake yeah. uh, like it would have been in the past. So, yeah, I, I kind of, I really stuck with it as, as uh, all throughout the year. Yeah. It, it sounds like you just had like moderation when you did have those couple yeah. things, because yeah. instead of having like, like you said, the whole cake or like an entire bowl of pasta, that's like a family size bowl mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, during your, the weight loss, have you had any like uh side effects uh like you know you you, i so for instance i know uh i had kind of law i not law i don't want to say lost but like i had friends that kind of like became on the back got put on the back burner because they weren't as into hanging out because i didn't want to go do the stuff that you know would be like going out to eat at like and eating shitty food or like just hanging out all day and eating or whatever um because i was like it just would trigger me to want to have that i mean during the pandemic year it wouldn't matter because it wasn't going to happen but like i was i've been doing this in 2018 so um so or like you know uh other things like some people like lose like they lose like shoe sizes or they lose height or they like like or they you know or like the other side is like you gain friends or community or you like gain confidence like stuff like that have you had any like either side so I don't think I've had the only negative has been completely swapping out my wardrobe, um, which is a good, bad thing to, to, to occur. Yeah. But um, I remember, it, uh, I think it was like September, or October, uh, took everything. Like it was just boxes, 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 filled up the entire back of my truck and I took it to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Um, so including like probably a, full garbage bag full of white t-shirts because I was always like white t-shirt than a regular Mm t-shirt um so that's the only down that was the only downside as far as like not hanging out with friends um the pandemic really really helped with that yeah uh didn't really didn't go out I haven't been like eaten in a restaurant since February of last year wow Um, so yeah that that hasn't been so not too many like downsides. Uh, it's been nothing but up, honestly. Um, you know, while I didn't lose friends, I made a lot of really, really, really good friends who I've never met in person. You being uh, one of them, <laughs> you know, and and um, and that's the thing I think that really kind of surprised me the most out of yeah. all. Um, and I think just the sense of confidence that that I've gained has been tremendous. Like 
I'm even still today. Uh, it was last week. <clears throat> um, I was I was playing with I I got twin daughters for four. We're at a park and I was just playing around, running around with them, and they're on like this this playground, and there was a slide. It was a tube slide. <laughs> And standing there at the top, looking at it, I'm like, no, no I, I, I'm not going to go down it. Because I don't know if you remember this episode of The Simpsons where, where Homer gets stuck in the water slide. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That, that has for years, years just played in my head. And mm-hmm. it, I, I eventually went down it, right? Yeah. Um, and then I couldn't wait to go down it again. I was, I was just like a little freaking kid. Um, so gaining, gaining the confidence and doing the things that I wasn't, haven't been able to do uh, either for decades or my entire life, but I can do it now. It's just like compounds. It's just more and more and more and more. Um, so it's been nothing but the upside. I, I haven't... Yeah, I don't think the, the, there's much downside aside from uh, my wife having to buy me new clothes. Yeah, I, I hear you on the wardrobe because I've had to do that as well. Um, you know, even uh, just just the amount of clothes and then you're like, oh, I have to go buy new stuff. But then the new stuff doesn't cost as much as the old stuff because you don't have to buy the right. You have to buy from the specialty store and all that. Right. Yeah. Um, like <clears throat> I was. Yeah, because I, I, I got it today. I was looking for like polo shirt and uh, polo shirts and i was like coles or penny whoever had it for like you know 15 to 20 dollars and mm-hmm. dxl i'm like that would have been 45 dollars a polo easy <laughs> right easy. at least so i'm um, uh, yeah. so so yeah so i mean and that's like one of the other eff- effects of it is like you're not spending as much money on clothes when right. you're not like that large and and you can find something that's on clearance Although for, although for some reason you still have that hat that you didn't get rid of. Because they're in first place. <laughs> the Gabe although, Kaplers. You know what, though? It's like, a little big, yeah. It is big. Yeah. So, so my, 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 um, I used to wear an eight and I'm down to seven and three quarter. Okay. And because I have all fitted, I mostly have fitted hats yeah. since I've been an adult. And um, yeah, I had to get rid of some of those too. Because yeah. I was like, these just look clown, clownish now. Like I can, I can fit it over my, just about over my ears if my head wasn't so long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. yeah. So part of what I want to talk about too is so throughout the course of the year, you know, you, we were all experiencing the pandemic and, you know, um, obviously you didn't just do diet. Right. Yeah. So like, so for, as far as like your activity, like how did that go? Did you start like small and then eventually work up to, I know you work in a, you go into a gym now, but like, how did you evolve into that? Yeah. So I had this old clunky ratty elliptical that I'd had when I started, you know, the, the first time trying to lose weight, like probably 10 years ago. And it was so freaking loud. I, I couldn't do it in the morning because I would wake everybody in the entire house up. <laughs> um, and I got on that thing. Uh, and at first I started out, I, I could do maybe 10 minutes at, at kind of a lower RPM. And that was it. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do any more than that, but I knew, but I would do that a couple of days, a couple of times during the day, because again, everything that I was reading, reading, 
how to battle type 2 diabetes. It's, it's nutrition and it's exercise. Move at least 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. That's it. Walk right on an elliptical. Um, and, and I seriously rolled that thing into the ground in October, September, October of last year. I busted it busted it one of the arms completely sheared off <laughs> um but that's pretty much all i did there's one i think there's one or two weeks uh in maybe april march or april where i was trying i thought well i'll just start doing some uh weight some weight training mainly body weight because i had plenty of it um and i hit a stall and nothing was happening and I think part of it was, I know I said, just keep going and you battle through the stall. But I was like, man, like I it hit a brick wall. Like, all right, I'm going to go back to the elliptical. I got back on the elliptical and it started going down again. So I was seeing results um, and I stuck with it. And I stuck with the elliptical, even after it broke and I started going to a gym. Uh, when I signed up, they're like, yeah, we can, you can, get a free session with the weight trainer or the um a trainer like no i'm just gonna ride the elliptical i'm good that's all i need (laughs) i yeah three of them i just need one of them no thank you um and i did that all the way through uh to the end of 29 or 2020 um in january 1st january 1st is when i started lifting weights like doing weight training, stepped away from the elliptical more. Okay. So, so, so now you do mostly weights. Yep. Yeah. I do uh, a five day split, uh, lifting weights, two, two days on strength and three on build. And then I'm running too. Uh, so I run on, on my, my rest days. Um, and occasionally when, you know, when I got time on the days that I do lift. Oh, that's, that's great. And I, I know that like uh, you're, you like built up, like you, I, I remember on Instagram, you had like a new year's resolution, right? For running. And what was that? Yeah. So on new year's Eve, I said, um, I was going to run a 5k unbroken by the end of March. Um, and I got, I got kind of pushed into that or nudged into that by, by Denise, uh, scaling down RNY shout out. Yeah, um, she'll be on the podcast soon. Awesome. That's awesome. I can't wait. Um, so yeah, I kind of got nudged into that. And, and so on January 1st, there was, um, she, she showed me like this program of how to build up to a 5k. And the first thing was like, uh, interval running. So it was mm-hmm. like run for a minute, walk for 30 seconds, run for a minute. And I went to the gym, got on the treadmill. I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to like bump it up and bump it down, bump it up and bump it down. I'll just see how far I can go. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, that was, uh, I think that might have actually been on New Year's Eve. So I ended up going two miles straight. Like, well, damn. Well, if I can do two miles. You're already like half more than halfway there. Right. So the next day on January 1st, um, I got back on the treadmill and I did a 5K unbroken. <laughs> and I posted that. And I think you're the one that was like, well, now you have to do a 10K. <laughs> like, well, shit. Okay. So on January 2nd, I changed my goal and said, all right, well, now I'm going to run a 10K by the end of March. I'm yeah, I mean, if, if, if you break a New Year's resolution on New Year's Day, that's 
Yeah, yeah, I maybe mean... it wasn't as much of a stretch, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's, that's awesome. And um do you like plan on participating in any like uh 5Ks or 10Ks when they have them in person? Yeah, I actually I did my first one in person on May 1st. Uh around town here and uh it was it was wild it was crazy um there were people who like i pulled up and there was somebody doing like stretch squats in the in the on the sidewalk <laughs> and there's she's some there's some lady who had like a water vest on I'm like oh wow hell? and then there are other people that were dressed up as like rabbits because it was uh don't worry be hoppy and it was <laughs> yeah. sponsored by by a brewery so um okay yeah that makes sense so there's all sorts like a huge mix of people like all right well i'm kind of kind of in the middle that, that'll be all right um and i went into it I'm like all right well you know i've run i've run the 5ks on the treadmill i want to try to get under 30 minutes it's nothing superb but like i'll go for it and i finished up uh on at uh, 29 minutes and 12 seconds so that's uh, really good uh, yeah not too bad yeah um and then i'll be i sign up for a 10k uh on in person on the 22nd of may uh, yep awesome yep. well good luck with that uh hope you hope you uh break your time for the 5k but doubled i guess yeah um yeah it's awesome so when you did the 5k, did you, did you just run straight through when you did it in person too? Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of sucked because at the tail end, uh, I think it was, it was the last quarter mile was uphill. Oh man. It wasn't just mile. Like yeah. why the hell would they do this? This is just cruel and unusual. <laughs> um, but yeah, still, so did that. And the funny thing is, so as uh, they had like bib trackers, you know, the chip and mm -hmm. the bib. And I didn't know this going into it, but it keeps track of how many people you pass. And how oh, many, wow. How many people I didn't know that. Pass you. Yeah. And at the end of it, they, they showed the results. And I ended up passing 143 people. And I got passed by seven. Wow. I'd take that, right? I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it every day. So, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, kind of wrapping up the health part of the show mm -hmm. um so today like you said you lost 190 like your a1c is under control um yeah. and what what's that at now uh last time it, last time it was checked i think it was five four or five two that's, that's great yeah. yeah and that was without meds so <clears throat> when i had it i had it checked in in uh, june and it was i think five six and, and that's when I was still on just the, the lowest dose of metformin. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the, the usual medication they put me on. And um, I just, without consulting my doctor, which was this very stupid, and I would not recommend it, I, I stopped taking it. And I checked. I, you know, I, I, I stopped taking it. I was checking regularly because if it started going up, I was going to get right back on it. But it, it bumped up a little bit and then it leveled off. Yeah. So uh, June of last year is when I stopped taking any kind of medication. Did, did, did you have one of those uh, like 
glucose monitors that are like on your arm, like in, oh, I don't want to say embedded, but you know. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I just had the, I just had the, the little monitor with the strips. And yeah. The okay. Yeah. Thing. Yep. Cool. Cool. Um, so now we know where you're at today. Like, uh, what are some other, other than your 10K, like, what are some other like goals for your health or physical fitness or whatever? Like yeah. you have for like the next say year, like till 2022 or mid 2022. So um, I have never in my entire life done a single pull-up unassisted. Um, even in, in like grade school, when they would do the presidential fitness tests, mm -hmm. um, can never do one. Um, so that's my goal. Uh, that is to do one, at least one unassisted pull-up by the end of June. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And I am about maybe an inch or two from getting my chin over the bar. Oh, wow. So, 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 so oh, you're, you're, you're close. I'm very, you're, you're very close, close, right? I can taste it literally. Not that I would, because that's gross. Yeah. Um, unless it's in your house and then maybe it's not <laughs> as bad. No, I have kids. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's like a 2000 square foot Petri dish. It's gross. Um, and the other one by the end of the year is I want to get a uh, body fat percentage under 17.6. And the only reason for that number is because I saw a chart that said that anything 17.5 or under is an athletic <laughs> build or, or like excellent. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that, hey, that's, that's, Great, because compared to where you were, even just you oh. know what what will then be you know two two years prior, right? Mm -hmm. Compared to then two years in the future, like that's kind of insane or kind of stunning. Let's go stunning. Uh, I am a stunning individual. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, the beard especially. <laughs> so uh, one thing I like to ask, I like to ask everyone, like kind of something they're into, like the like other other than just weight loss because we can talk about weight loss all day because oh, yeah. um, we've yeah. done it you know multiple times um so i'd ask you and you had said that you like movies so what i wanted to ask you were like to give me like three movies that you would watch over like you you can watch anytime like anytime they're on yeah uh, so um ready player one mm-hmm is one of my favorites um i'm an 80s and 90s child so yeah all the nostalgia um i any if it's on tv no matter where it's at um i will sit down and i'll stay on did did, 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 did did you read the book no no so i i listened to the audiobook and i was listening to it on the way to the theater to watch the movie yeah and i um and when you when you read or listen to a book first um it doesn't quite live it never lives up to the book um the guy who wrote it is also a complete nerd like um so, so stuff in the book you know some stuff in the movie isn't in the book but and a lot of stuff that's in the book isn't in the movie but i like the movie i like the movie for how it adapted it when i first saw it i didn't like parts of it because it totally strayed from how the book worked okay so like okay. the two main characters in it they don't actually meet until the end in the in the book huh that's wrong yeah so, so so like they don't physically meet till like the very end 
or whatever. So okay. stuff like that. So, so that, that was like one of those moments where I'm in the theater. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> stop. Uh, yeah. Stand up and say, everybody stop. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but yeah, I, I liked it. Like I've liked it more since I've seen it since it came in came out in the theater because like that first one was just like that jarring thing where i actually was one of those people that you know consumed the book first and i say consume because i listened to it but yeah um and because like, i remember when the harry potter movies came out or lord of the rings and they're like there's so much more in the books <clears throat> and i was always like eh who cares yeah. <laughs> but then i became one of those people um but yeah so and then nostalgia is crazy in that in that movie oh, right i mean yeah i can't believe they got some of the stuff they got in it because it was like like it was a warner brothers movie and they got disney stuff in it like disney let right. them use it and i'm like that's that's like almost never happens i know that'd be like the giants and the dodgers making a trade of superstars or something no <clears throat> yeah <laughs> no. um yeah in, and even like i had seen it probably 10 or 15 times before like there was another just a subtle thing you know, when, when he pulls out the, uh, the orb of Othorox, mm -hmm. it, he takes it out of the box that, uh, from the gremlins. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I'm like, I've seen that box. I know that box. I had to look it up. Sure as hell. Yeah. Wow. It, it's Gizmo's box. Yeah. yeah it, it's also crazy that Spielberg directed it and it's got all this eighties nostalgia that includes stuff that he did. Yes. And yeah. it's just, it's just nutty um because there's even, so much and even the new stuff like tracers on there tw two or three times mm -hmm. tracers in there so yeah. yeah yeah um ready player one uh shawshank yeah that's i watched i watched that all that's day that's on my well, you know i have a poster of it in my oh, yeah. i'm looking at it right now but uh and i'm not saying that just suck up i love i love that movie and i love the fact that it was just totally underrated when it came out of the in the theaters too. oh yeah total bomb um and it's just like it's work because it's been on tv like how much in the in the 90s and 2000s and oh, yeah. 2010s and it's got you know a good message and it's got like some some of the most subtle stuff that's in it like uh i, I love the scene when um morgan freeman says maybe i'm irish because of <laughs> his name being red and because yep. it's supposed to be an irish and um and stuff like that it's just like it was so well written and acted the only thing that kind of takes me out sometimes is that actually the main character because he he looks like he's just plopped in the movie like he doesn't to me he doesn't always seem like he's actually authentic of the time he's supposed to be in but a, a little bit so it's it, every now and then he takes me out but like a lot of it works um oh. so and the ending is always like you're like what, what, what happens next but i don't ever want to see a sequel uh -oh. no 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 like, 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 like you think what happens next in your head like yeah and when it's just good because a lot of times the sequels are absolute trash right. yes no no i do not want to know what happens i, I yep we'll no get at that yeah. walking walk. and i mean and it, it, it's, it's also crazy because it, i mean it was nominated for best picture wasn't it or it was in the year i think it was nominated um i think so and it was in like the same year with like that and Pulp Fiction and they both lost to Forrest Gump, which I mean, Forrest Gump now doesn't age as well as those two. It's true. It's but true. at the but, time it was yeah. just like a phenomenon. Um, but right. I, I always, I always find it interesting because it's like, usually there's one movie that you think could be better than whatever wins the best picture. But then when there's like two, they're also nominated and they're like, how did 
they not <laughs> um granted it was 25 years ago so voting the voting uh block wasn't as uh, as diverse as it is now and yeah. it was a lot of probably old people that were like oh we love tom hanks we gave him the oscar last year let's give it to him again yes he's such a humble person <laughs> hanksy um yeah. and then i guess a third i'll throw three into a third any of the any of the original star wars trilogy okay in fact so when i was five i was five years old when, when we got our first vcr and uh, we had one VHS tape and there's two movies on it. It was Star Wars, A New Hope. And I hope you get this and know what I'm talking about. Six Pack. Kenny Rogers. No. Oh, it's not a bad movie. It's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah. Kenny Rogers is a NASCAR driver um, and he gets slung into this group of kids. Um, anyway. So I'd add those two movies uh, okay. and every single freaking day. Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, we, we had, um, so we, I can't remember. We had a VCR as long as I remember, but um, the two that we had that I watched a lot were Empire mm. and uh, Raiders. Yes. Because, but, because we didn't have a lot of VHS that were non like Disney okay. movies at the time. So we, I mean, yeah, because my grandfather, I was my grandfather, and um, he had like a whole cabinet of recorded off TV movies, mm-hmm. and they were all like written. And like there was one that just was Empire and Raiders, like, and I was I had no idea for the longest time. I didn't really like I watched them, but I didn't really pay attention. Like I was a kid, so I didn't. Right. And like I, I watched uh, Raiders, and I didn't really pay attention to what it was about. Like I just wanted to watch Empire. <laughs> and, and and then I finally got hooked on Raiders as well. Um, but yeah i i can go with any of the the star wars trilogy um i mean i don't like return of the jedi as much but it's oh. more the the the, 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 the changes jedi. have really hurt jedi more than any other one i feel like even though boba fett shows up in a new hope now but which doesn't i don't like it but it doesn't bother me as much as like the changes they made to jedi like the yeah. the, the, the stupid slice noodles song at the beginning or whatever oh yeah yeah, yeah. No, and then that- and then the uh, the no from Vader at the end, and um, which wasn't there, and right, right. all that kind of stuff is the Hayden Christensen part where they put him in didn't bother. That actually doesn't bother me because I feel like because he, he he his oh before he it, 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 yeah if, if if he's gonna yeah. be a Force ghost, I'm like well that's when his like good part of him died anyway. Yeah, that was um, before the younglings. Yeah, yeah, before the younglings, <laughs> but the because. He shouldn't be a force ghost is the real truth but um but yeah so yeah. Star, star wars i mean i i was a huge fan of it and then the sequel trilogy came out and i got it got ruined for me yeah because um it wasn't even i like the force awakens and i i actually like the last jedi i like um it's probably my top three star wars which is most people hate it uh, I- I mean, I can get behind it. I'm not, yeah. Because yeah, people, people had, I think it's mostly people had high expectations of what they wanted Luke to be, and he wasn't. And then that like just wrecked it for them. Um, there were scenes like the blue milk, like the milk thing, the milk scene and stuff like that. It was stupid. Um, but I, it was really like the toxic fandom after that movie that got me like, I'm just like not into this. Like, it's just not, it just kind of ruined it. 
um and then the last movie was so bad <laughs> like I, I i hated it so much so i i just am kind of like and i've been watching i've actually been watching like old star trek like the original series okay. and now i'm at the point where i actually think star trek is better than star wars which i never thought would happen wow i never <laughs> got into star trek original trek not original trek versus like star wars not just like there's a million trek shows and like yeah but i've been watching the original series and I'm just like, man, this is good. Like compared because I, I never watched it because I was like, eh, I don't I've watched all the movies. Yeah. But never cared to watch the show. But yeah, the first two Star Wars are just incredible. So I mean, you can't yeah. go wrong. And no. the Return of the Jedi is a good a good ending for most of it. Ewoks are a bit ridiculous. Uh so Jedi is is in my top two. Really? It is. It's one of my favorites. Is it? So, yeah. Yeah. You broke my heart. Did I? I'm sorry. Right. Uh, I, 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 I just, the Ewoks just, <laughs> it's just so silly. Cause they should be, it should have been, it should have been Wookiees. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but they wanted to, they want to sell toys. So. And they did. And, and they did. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, and the spinoff movie Battle for Endor, I had that recorded too. I have, I have, uh, I have that and the holiday special. Oh. on um google drive i got it somewhere a while ago um the uh so if you rank the star wars how would you rank them um so, the, 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 the original not any others so empire one jedi two new hope three okay that's yeah. fair yeah yeah i i would go you know empire new hope jedi but that's fine so my uh, so I, I ruined things for my older kids um, because I said we're gonna watch Star Wars and I started at the very beginning. I never heard of the the uh, machete, the machete order? sequence. Yeah. So I ruined it. Oh, um, so, so you started with Episode One. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I, I kind of think I just go with the order we saw them in more than anything. I, I like the so I, I like the machete like, in a way. Yeah, because you find out like okay, Luke and for anybody listening, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, you know, Darth Vader is Luke's dad, and then with the machete sequence, he just bounced back to Episode Two as like the the flashback mm -hmm. sequences. Yeah. And then two, three, and then go to Jedi, and then go on with the rest of the mostly trash. <laughs> Yeah, I I am um, I, I've actually come around on episode one a little bit in recent years. Um, I don't hate it as much as I used to. I really hate episode two. I really hate Attack of the Clones. The only good thing in that is the battle sequence at the end. Yeah, but, yeah. I would so. say that about episode one. I would, although, the cool thing about the whole this the Star Wars fandom is the conspiracy theories. My favorite one is how Jar Jar Binks is actually Sith. Oh yeah, I, I've seen that. Like, like I've seen like the breakdowns on YouTube of those, and I'm just always, whenever they do them, I'm like, man, you got some time on your hands. A lot of time, but yeah. I, you know, watching like, mm, I, 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 I feel like even if it was legit, like something, it would be George Lucas just trolling people to to get to that point of dissecting it. But that was 20 years ago, so he's not probably doing that, right? Right. I think now he would do that. Now he not he would probably come out and be like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going for. Big brain. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yep. Yeah, I and I um the one time I went to Lucasfilm in San Francisco and they have like uh statues of like Darth Vader, Boba Fett. They have like the lights like Luke's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And they have like a statue outside, they have like a fountain of Yoda. <laughs> and it's just like one of the weirdest, like nerd, like it's just their like it's like literally their office. Like it's a lobby, and you can go in as like they anybody can go in, like the lobby can't go any further. Yeah. But I was there, so I'm like, I just wanted to I, I heard about the Yoda fountain. So I was like, I just want to see the Yoda fountain. Yeah. And then I saw people coming in and out, and I was like, let me see if I can get in there. And then I went in and I got I got a selfie in front of like Boba Fett and in front of Darth Vader. I'm gonna do that next time. Yeah, um, it's in like the Presidio, so it's it's just okay. it's, it's some Lucasfilm building. Um, but it's it's pretty cool just because you're like there, and I'm like, when are you gonna see this again? Right. Yeah. I think they have an R2D2 something. I can't remember what it is though. Um, I gotta check it out. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool for a Star Wars fan, right? Because you're never gonna go to Skywalker Ranch. No. Yeah, as much as you might want to. I'll hard pass on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, now that we went through that, um, I have a the last segment of the show is called Brett's Corner, which was actually going to be the title of the podcast at one time. Um, yeah. So I just asked like five five wrap up questions. Um, so first one is uh, going because we just were talking about movies. Uh, is there like a movie, TV show, or like event, sporting event, whatever that you're most excited for in the coming year? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, before the pandemic, I had gotten tickets to, um, Green Day, Weezer and Fallout Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last concert that I had been to was a college concert with Semisonic in 1998. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so it's like, and I love Green Day. I love Green Day. I yeah. like um, Fall Boy's just a nice add-on. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, so, so I actually was going to get tickets to that exact concert in DC. Yeah, I, I, but I didn't because of the pandemic. Yeah, I we we have the tickets. It's when it comes back to uh, when it comes back to Minneapolis, we we're going. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, Nimrod was one of my first CDs I bought. I actually bought with my own money. Dookie is probably one of my all-time favorites. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember working at Hardy's uh washing dishes and at after we close and um basket case would come on. <laughs> and I would just step back and just do the and you can't see it, but I'm playing. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I get it, but yeah, okay. Let's call that out explicitly. Of course, we're we're also like because they're kind of old compared to a lot of people that yeah. we deal with on the regular vintage vintage, v- vintage yeah. yeah um all right so question number two yeah. um one of them you might just answer kind of what are two non-health related goals for the next year um so i want to go like cancer <laughs> uh let's see non-health related um I kind of, so I, I, for a while, years ago, I was playing guitar, not really a lot, not, a, and not well. Um, and I have it sitting right here. Uh, I, I want to pick it back up again. Learn awesome. how to pick it. Yeah. Cool. 
any any songs that you like to play on it when you did play um green day did you play good riddance uh, i tried to um i even got like a, a pedal switcher so mm-hmm. i could play the acoustic and then switch over to the electric oh wow nice yeah. all right question three um so if someone came to you saying they were lacking motivation or inspiration to stay consistent what three pieces of advice would you give them um so lacking inspiration or motivation i would tell them that's going to continue to happen um because those two things and i posted about this before and i truly believe it those two things are uh buckets that are full of holes and it only carries so much um meaning that you can't ride this whole journey this whole road trip on a holy bucket you got to find something else beyond just inspiration and motivation um so you need to find you need to find that why that's going to continue to stick with you that's going to continue to get drilled into your head and it sounds really cliche it does find your why find your why but it means so much because um at, on the days when you wake up in the morning whether it's you know six or three o'clock in the morning to go get after it be, before somebody else takes it from you um you you can't you can't rely on motivation it's it's got to be like the days when you just don't want to get up no i gotta freaking get up i gotta yeah. get up i gotta do this thing you gotta find something other than just relying on pure motivation um how many pieces sorry three three yeah so that's one <laughs> find okay. something that's that's well beyond motivation and inspiration um be as consistent as you can like maybe if you're going to walk a mile for 365 days straight, um, find, find consistency and find the rhythm because uh, this is all about retraining your head. And, and you said it before, and I've said it, it's the mind part is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Getting your mind right. And a lot of that, I think anyway, for me, it was learning new habits and learning new habits by continuing to repeat the same things over and over again before, by the time it just becomes nature, that's just how you roll. Yeah. Um, so find a rhythm, find a routine that, that really works and stick with it, be consistent. Um, and then uh, I would say one thing that I didn't have at the beginning of the first six months, but I really found in the last six months was find your tribe, um, find people, you know, they always say, don't surround yourself with like-minded people because you're never going to learn. That's for some things that's true for other things. It's bullshit. Um, find people who are going to continue to fill that motivation and inspiration bucket when it's completely empty. Um, find people who you can cheer on, who you can partner with, who you can drive and make in, you know, and be able to fill your own bucket. Um, and who will do, do the same for you to celebrate those wins, to cheer you on, cheer you on when you're feeling good, to help you out when you're not feeling good, somebody to lean on. And that doesn't always, clearly, doesn't always have to be people in the same room as you, yeah. or even in the same freaking state. So it's, it's, it's also easy, easier not to be someone that you kind of know in real life at first right. too. Cause yeah. like you, you don't have this, you don't have like 
a legacy of of knowledge of the person mm-hmm. you don't have like you don't have to worry about like if you offend like if you not offend but if you like they think less of you right because that's what you worry about like because like so many of us when we start we don't tell our friends we don't tell our real friends right like we just make an account on instagram and yeah i did too i mean i i, ha- I have another account that um i actually don't use anymore because becoming bread has basically become me um but you know i i had nobody knew and then slowly because instagram lets people figure out that you, you have other accounts mm-hmm. uh people started to find me and then i just kind of made it public about you know a year ago like i just shared it on facebook i share it every now and then on facebook because i'm like you know what f it because at this point people if they see me they're going to notice right yeah 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 um, I, I, I did the same i did the same thing um uh, it was in the pandemic helped that that I didn't have to be real public about it. And then it wasn't until it was January 1st of this year when I posted anything on Facebook mm-hmm. about um, losing the weight. So, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And, um, and one of the things I would say about the tribe thing, too, is, um, you know, as you know, like I met a few people from the tribe in the last few months. And, you know, when you meet them, even though you never met them before. So it's like total strangers in theory, like you meet them and it's kind of like you are hanging out with like somebody you haven't hung out with in a while. Like, cause yeah, you know, um, like it's just like you pick up right where you, it's kind of like you pick up where you, right where you left off. Right. Even sure. though you never left off anywhere. Um, and it's just like, you know, cause, cause you just know each other from different things like talking and, you know, chats and DMS and all kinds of stuff like that. So like have, I, I feel like the tribe is like one of the most <laughs> vital because mm-hmm. if, if you don't like I, I've seen I've had people on Instagram that don't have like they don't connect with people and then they, they kind of get frustrated because they don't have people to lean on and they they'll like I had somebody at DM me the one time and said you know I see all the people that you like interact with all the time on Instagram and like how do I get that way I'm like just start interacting with them like yeah. <laughs> I mean you just gotta you gotta put if you want something on you if you want to have your cup filled up you got to like pour some out to other people yeah yeah you know i mean it's all reciprocal right yeah yeah okay um last two uh what have you discovered about yourself during your journey or transformation that surprised you the most Mm. i can do stuff that i was afraid of doing (laughs) uh case in point i i can go down a slide that's a tube slide yeah um that's, 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 that's one thing, like just the utter gaining confidence that I have. Um, and, oh man, I had a really good one and I completely lost it. Yeah. I, I would, I would say that, um, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and if in, this is a little bit of a screwy question. If right. in 150 years, science, science fails to save us and all that is left is a book about your life, what would the title be? And what would the blurb tell us about Jason? <laughs> uh, man child surprisingly succeeds. Like it. Um, and, and the blurb, um, maybe, (laughs) God, man, I should have studied. 
Uh, maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, I, you know, like, dude, I just like to have fun. I, and I always said, doesn't matter what it says on my, my driver's license. I'm still like a high school junior at heart. Like, Oh yeah. I mean, I think we all see ourselves like 16 year old, yeah. even though you have like gray hair and wrinkles and all that. Like you're still the same as you, same person, not same person, but the same yeah. basic person you were when you're 16. Yeah. Yeah. I don't take myself too seriously. I don't take life too seriously. There are things that you do have to take seriously. And that's just the definition of maturity. You know, when you can't be just a dumbass. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, I like to enjoy things. And, and now, now I'm really enjoying things as opposed to just like, I'm kind of happy and I'm kind of content. No, like, tonight playing running around the the uh the playground and climbing up through things with with my kids and going down slides like i never would have done that years ago last year never in in a million years so um man child surprisingly succeeds does stuff that you didn't think you could do before awesome and it and, and it builds on i i mean I, I think I said it another time, like, I'm in that mindset now where, like, there's nothing I can't do. And even if I can't do it, I can't do it now, but I will. Yeah, you, you, you'll, you'll learn and you'll adapt and you'll figure yeah. it out, right? Yep. Yeah, because, I mean, that's that's the way it, it works when you start putting, like, forth effort. And, like, I feel like so much of this journey is realizing that it just takes some effort, even though you thought you were giving effort and stuff. And then you, re- you look back and you're like, I wasn't really trying that hard. Right. And, and even now, like, uh, what I found going in lifting weights now, you know, I, I go through my routine and I'm like, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. But did I, did I go to failure on my last two sets? Mm -hmm. No. Could I have? Yes. And then going back in there with that mindset of, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go to failure. And then that turns out like I can lift more now. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to add more weight to it. And I'm going to go to failure on the sets on the reps that, that I, I need to. So it's that constant, like I can do better. I'm going to try to do better. And if I can't do better, it's fine, but I can't do better today. Yeah. But I will. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and it's funny once you're like in there and you're like lifting and like, as you do it more, you're like, you realize how quickly you can add the weight. Mm-hmm. And when like a certain weight seemed like 50 pounds was what you're doing when you started on some machine or just free weight. And then all of a sudden you're doing 80 and a hundred right. and it, it, it builds pretty fast. Yeah. Which is, you know, mind blowing. Yeah, it is mind blowing because you're like, I didn't think I could do this like six, like four months ago, and now I'm like, cr- killing that amount, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, all right. So, uh, I think that'll wrap us up. Um, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, and I'll put it in the show notes, where can they f- reach out to you? Yeah, I am on Instagram, uh, refactoring. Dot Jason J A Y, S O N. Just like Jason Worth. all right jason thanks for coming on and hopefully we'll see you again absolutely